We're going to start with the Secret Service text messages. The Secret Service now saying those messages that may have been able to corroborate some or even all of the events of January 6th are likely gone forever. They erased them. After being issued a subpoena by the House Select Committee investigating the attack, the agency had until yesterday to turn over its records from January 5th and 6th of 2021 that it said had been accidentally erased. But after initially being hopeful that the data could be recovered, committee member Stephanie Murphy revealed otherwise. We received a letter today that did provide us with uh, a lot of documents and some data. However, um, we did not receive the additional text messages that we were looking for. They received four um, requests from congressional committees in, uh, on January 16th to preserve records. And they had this planned migration for the, uh, the 25th, I believe, of January. And nobody along the way stopped and thought, well, maybe we shouldn't do the migration of data and of the devices um, until we are able to fulfill these four requests from Congress. Bullpucky. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is institutional rot. You see, you understand, you know this, right? You know. Uh, the idea that it, it doesn't matter who the president of the United States is, it, please dispose of that idea. Because what happens is you get these uh, sycophantic, lunatic, fringy, tinfoil hat dudes who then take over places like the Department of Justice. I think spying did occur. I think spying did occur, right? You have uh, an institutional rot at the Department of Defense so that uh, you need to remove the Secretary of Defense and put in the acting Secretary of Defense, who then gives a stand-down order to the National Guard for January 6th, right? So now, now we know the Supreme Court has been captured uh, by a bunch of Christian nationalists, which is code for white supremacists who believe that the leader of the free world is Jesus and not Moses and not Buddha and not you and not the people, just their idea of what it should look like. Their uh, version of Sharia law shall commence, right? Women shouldn't be able to travel and there should be forced birth and rape is not, uh, you know, a reason. It's an excuse. I, I just it's unbelievable. But now we're finding out not only has Congress been taken over, you know, by the Tea Party freaks. Remember all that? You remember Ginny Thomas and, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the Tea Party patriots, Americans for Prosperity, all of this money just looking throughout the country for the most fringy, lunatic, crazy, psycho people they could find. People who didn't know how to govern, didn't want to know how to govern, just believed in crazy conspiracies like QAnon or believed in, uh, you know, destroying the government to save it, drowning it so that it, you know, uh, making it small enough to drown in a bathtub. You know, like this uh, violent imagery, right? So Ginny Thomas with her Tea Party Patriots groups and uh, all these people, they went and they burrowed into the government. 
And now we find out the Secret Service has become a political organization as well. The freaking Secret Service that takes an oath to defend and protect the continuity of government, right? This is why they say they will take a bullet for the president. They'll take a bullet for the president, but they won't uh, hand over their cell phones. (laughs) It just, it makes no sense unless you understand that it was uh, the people that were picked to be on the presidential detail were picked by Tony Ornato, who was part of, he was the lead on Donald Trump's presidential detail. And then the president decided he was sufficiently loyal enough. Remember Keith Schiller was the president's bodyguard and all of a sudden Keith Schiller just, woo, disappeared, never heard another word from him. And Tony Arnato became the president's body man. And uh, after Trump, uh, you know, was uh, sure that this man had taken an oath of loyalty, an oath of a muerta to him, not to the Constitution, not to continuity of government, not to the, the, the country in which he serves and gets paid, but instead to Donald Trump, Tony Ornato was then given a political job. He was made the deputy chief of staff in the White House, in the United States White House. Now, I told you that there were a lot of Secret Service dudes who were really, really peeved. They were, they were disturbed and upset by a, a Secret Service man being given a political job. And there is nothing more political than working in the White House for a president, especially this last one who sees politics in everything, everything. And so now all of a sudden uh, we find out the dates. Okay, so... On January 16th, January 6th happens on January 6th. Ten days later, four commissions, four four, uh, uh, parts of the government, the Department of Homeland Security, uh, the House of Representatives, I mean, we didn't even have a January 6th committee yet, right? They were all sending preserved documents, preserved uh, information, orders to the Secret Service and to Department of Homeland Security personnel. That was on January 16th. Their migration, their migration, which they say caused them to lose all the text messages from January 5th and 6th, which they did not, they they failed to preserve them even though they were told on January 16th to preserve. They migrated all this information, they say, on the 25th, of January. So they were given a preserved documents order 10 days before their migration. Now, think about it this way, okay? You and me, we probably have a flip phone in the kitchen drawer sitting there right now that has text messages on it from 20 years ago. But the Secret Service that does forensic, uh, you know, uh, phone audits all the time to recover information, they have lost the text messages of 24, 24 Secret Service officers, 24 of them. So now you understand what has to happen, okay? So now we have to actually subpoena all 24 of them. And we have to find out what they remember, what they imagine was uh, the texting and, uh, and, and match it up now to radio traffic, recorded communications, and pick out the ones who are lying. 
that is where we are. I mean, I don't know if these agents would have taken a bullet for their president, but they're pulling every single trick in the book to avoid taking criminal charges based on their service to this man because they destroyed evidence. And everybody knows it, including the inspector general from the Department of Homeland Security, the inspector general from the Secret Service. He actually sent a letter to Congress last week, and I left it alone because I wanted to see whether or not they would produce yesterday. Yesterday was the deadline for the production of these text messages. And so giving them the benefit of the doubt, I said, let me just, you know, see it through to the end of business today, Tuesday. And then they came forward and they said, and, and you know, the inspector general said that they had produced zero text messages. The Secret Service said, well, we have them and we will produce them. There's nothing that's gone missing. So that's why I waited to see what they would produce. Well, they produced one text message, one. And that was a text message between the Capitol Police and the Secret Service. And the Capitol Police was asking the Secret Service to get them back up. And that was it. That's the end. So here you have the Secret Service. The Secret Service, which is supposed to be the most non-political law enforcement portion of the government. They work for the Department of Homeland Security, and here they are saying they can't find messages from a year and a half ago.